of the business, the What The Heck Show, on unionpowerradio.com. You're listening to the What The Heck Show here on Union Power Radio with your host, Tony Rosario. He's in the studio. We just uh, going through some technical difficulties. But, Tony, you were there? Yep. Yep, I'm here. All right. We, I guess we're back on the air now. Everything is rolling good now, I guess. All right. Fine. So, hopefully, uh, this show will go through without any more difficulties. Are you recording? Yes. Okay. Everything is uh, being done. So, you know, do your thing. Do All what right, you do let's best. Do let's do it. All right. Good evening, local 804 Teamsters and Teamsters listening across the country. Today is January 5th, Sunday, and uh, we got a few things to talk about today. Uh, one of the first things I want to say is Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. That's right. <laughs> Happy New Year to everybody. Welcome into 2020. It is a new year. It is a new time. I hope everybody has planned out their resolutions wisely. For you Teamsters, I offered a few resolutions that I posted on the page. I would like you guys all to extend yourselves to a newer member. Hopefully, if you can, try to, you know, teach them a little bit about being in the union. You know, help them along the way. Get them to a union meeting. You know, help them find a way to get a jacket so they can wear them with pride. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of things you can do uh to help out the union and you know get us to be stronger more united uh going into this new 2020 you know uh, we have some sad news unfortunately heck i don't know if you heard about the uh the um the horrible accident on the 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 on the uh pennsylvania turnpike that happened uh, earlier this morning around three something i think it was like 3 uh, 40 a.m uh uh, concerning some tour buses and uh, some uh, trailers, uh, I believe one of them was a FedEx trailer, another one a UPS trailer. Could have been a sleeper team. We I don't know all the logistics. I don't know uh, everything that happened, but I do know that there were five people uh, dead and there was about sixty people or fifty people injured. And uh, it was so pretty. What bad. caused the accident? The fog? Uh, I don't. Know. It looked to me like from what I was reading that this uh, bus. Had lost control. Hold on, let me see if I pull it up over here. 
it looked to, it looked as though this bus had lost control and uh, here it is okay uh, top stories this was it here uh, okay so a pileup involving three tractor trailers a tour bus uh, leaves 60 people injured and five dead in western Pennsylvania on Sunday morning at uh, 3.34 a.m. The, uh, the tour bus was traveling from New Jersey to Cincinnati, and most of the passengers spoke Japanese or Spanish. Pennsylvania State Police spokesman Stephen Lamani said at the news conference, uh, well, let's get to when, okay, when the bus turned over, a lot of them had, well, they were all talking about the, um, no, it looked to me like the, uh, uh, the tour bus had lost control and it, it caused a huge pileup and all these other people were just basically affected by it. Um, you know, it's it's pretty it's pretty bad. Uh, I'm just hoping that, you know, I, you know, again, our hearts and our prayers go out to the families of those that were, you know, uh, that died on the on the turnpike. And uh, obviously, you know, for those that are injured, you know, <laughs> hope you guys get better soon. I, I mean. You're dealing with a lot of injuries here with over like 60 people injured. So it was a pretty sad, uh, you know, it, 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 and this goes to show how dangerous the job is. You know, it, it's whether you're a teamster and you're driving feeders or whether you're a tour bus driver and you're driving a, a group of people around to an event or to a hotel or wherever it is that they go. Um, it's, it's a dangerous job. You know, things happen. You know, uh, you, you got to stay healthy. You got to stay uh, uh, very awake and very uh, alert on all the things that are happening on the road. And, you know, this just happened to be a really bad morning for a lot, a lot of people. So our hearts and our prayers go out to these these people. So that was pretty much the bad news uh, of what happened this morning. We got some good news. We got some uh, new elected... Uh, Officers into office in uh, uh, Teamsters Local 100. I believe it was the Teamsters United for Change slate one over in Local 100 with their uh, leader, uh, President Bill Davis. And what the hell? Okay. <laughs> we also got. Why are you playing that? I'm sorry because you know he's on my mind. Oh, okay. Here we go. We we don't have to talk about that right this second. Yeah. Local <laughs> local six two three uh six two three lives matter. Richard Hooker Jr. Their slate was also sworn into office uh, come January. So you got two uh, January second. That's yeah, right. Believe, yeah. That's right. So they went into office. The first thing they found was a Ron Carey picture that should have been posted up on the wall, and it was the uh, signature to uh, local. Six two three, and wow. I guess the you know since the the guys that were there before were officers, and they didn't you know they stuck it in the closet. They stuck it in the closet, and uh, Jay uh, Hooker uh, found it, and and he's gonna put it up on the wall. Even though that's not Ron Carey's house, Ron Carey's house is eight oh four, but you know just just to respect. Right, right. He's doing that. So yeah, no, that's that's listen. It belongs to be up there. Even when we went to the uh, TDU conference, and uh, the question was asked to Sean O'Brien himself, is he's gonna is he's gonna put Ron Carey's picture back on the wall? He did say yes, he will. So you know, it, did it, he? Yeah, he did. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, he did say it. You know, that was one of the final questions before he took off. Um, we want to. Hey, Cockins, listening. What's up, guys? Suffolk County in the house. Stony Brook, Suffolk Santa. County. Suffolk County, man, they went through hell in uh, peak season 
with these PVDs, and uh, yeah. they still running these fucking PVDs. Now, I, I you know, I want to get this shit out there because a lot of people don't know what the fuck happened with this PVD shit. Uh, we were uh, the executive board was totally in shock when they brought it up to us, and and Vinny told them go fuck themselves. It was not negotiating the contract. You can't use PVDs, and then they try to use other languages to say that they could use the PVDs. But the the disturbing part about this whole PVD shit is was that. Um, well, I know what you want to say. You're yes. talking about uh, when you guys sat down in a room with uh, Mr. Montavo and yeah, some they of were his... in a safety committee meeting Correct. in 43rd Street, and uh, Vinny and Raul and uh, Lawrence Grant and I think Rocky uh, walked into the room just to say hi to the guys and wish them a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And they introduced, you know, Vinny, and everybody knew Vinny as the president of Local 804. And then Mr. Montavo, you know, decided to. Uh, try to uh, lecture uh Vinny on how to deal with certain things in 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 like we're not doing a good job you know uh with arbitration and then he brought up the fact that oh yeah we we talked about the PVDs before so that that was kind of disturbing because if if they knew about the PVDs before we went into contract negotiation they should have let us know oh, so absolutely so you know he held that information until we ratify the contract and it's bullshit because they were they were holding they still holding information from the membership you know you think you're holding it because you lost and now you're holding information that is, is probably going to you know think that it's going to be good be good for you when you run again in in three years and the only thing you're doing is screwing up the membership because if you would have gave us that information before we uh, negotiated the contract or ratified the contract, we would have put that on the table and saying, you, you cannot, it's not in the contract, you cannot use them. But yet they held that information until we ratify now in December when they went to say hi to them in that safety. He comes out with that shit that they already, the old executive board already knew about the PVDs. That's bullshit right there. That's holding information to the membership. Yeah, I mean... It <laughs> Nothing surprises me when it comes to um, the things that, that, you know, after everything we've heard and everything that's been done over the past, um, nothing surprises me with that man. So, <laughs> and you know, and the phone line is always open. You know, you don't have to talk to me. You don't have to call the station and explain yourself to me. You could call, you could call Tony Rizal. He's the new host. I'm just here helping him out on the background, but I'm getting on the mic because I'm, you know, I'm being a, his co-host. But, the thing is that the number here is 347-403-0705. If you want to explain to the membership, you always could call up this number and explain and talk to Tony. You're invited. Yeah, I'd be more than happy to hear from any one of any one of the members of Local 804 and any members listening across the country as always. Exactly. Um, that's the way it is. But and they, of course, they won't call because, you know, they got a lot more to hide for the membership. And, it, and it's killing me that he's putting a team together to even run. Again, after all he did with Eddie Viata and how he fucked up that executive board. Well, Whatever. You, you know how it is. Some some people just <laughs> have trouble letting things go. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't worry too much about it, heck, if I were you. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm not worried. It just pisses me off that, you know, we're here to move this local forward because that old executive board, is it was, it was a disaster the, the last three years. 
And, you know, if if someone, listen, if everyone is qualified and is, is in good standings, anyone could run for office. Is I'm not doubting that. But, you know, you got the old slate that's putting another team again together that he did a the, the worst job in the past three years. And then he he he, he went and, and did this thing on Eddie Viata, got Eddie Viata out of that. And now he wants to come back and try to take that seat again to what he wants to take the local backwards and reverse and, and fuck up this local that we're going forward now. You know, bring me a team that's going to, you know, take from us and keep moving forward, not moving backwards. Another of the things that I wanted to uh, to talk about, heck, which is uh, also leading to that, is we are here. It's already past January now, and uh, there are members that are still seeing uh, subcontractors. I mean, you have you have uh, PVDs still out there. They were delivering on January fourth. We have a member named David Hen- uh, Dave Henry who actually saw PVDs still driving around. Uh, I personally saw a subcontracting uh, tractor trailer pull into our UPS building over on Foster Avenue in Brooklyn and drop off one of the trailers and then took off in a Volvo, one of those big, really nice Volvo uh, trailer trucks. And uh, as soon as I saw it, I was like, you know, I, uh, Eugene Braswell, one of our uh, stewards, had told me, you know, to get a picture of it and make sure I send it to Tony uh, Rasiglione, who's, you know, uh, head of the, that takes care of most of the feeder uh, situation. So that's one of the first things I did. He gave me a big thumbs up as soon as I sent him the picture. So I know he'll be working on it. Um, also, uh, the porters. The porters are having trouble because they, they, they decided to switch some of them from Tuesday to Saturday. And now they're uh, they're using subcom- subcontractors here and there uh, doing porter work as well. And it's like, uh, listen, we're in the new year now. Uh, Christmas is over. Peak is done. And uh, why are these people still doing work? So um, I, I told the porters, I encourage them to continue to put in those grievances. Hold on. We have a phone call oh, already. Great, great, great. Uh, Union Power Radio. Hold on. Not yet, not yet. Oh. Hold on. I got to hook it up first. I didn't have it. I didn't have it uh, ready. Okay, here we go. Tony, your host speaking. You're on Union Power Radio. Who's speaking? What's up, man? This is uh, Ray Mathis, 804. Hey, what Mathis. up, Ray? Okay, for those of you guys who don't know Ray, he's one of the good brothers who put down the page, uh, started a GoFundMe page for our brother Frank Ordonez, who passed away tragically. Uh, you know, we all know a couple of... Uh, Right, right, a few weeks before Christmas. So, uh, what's going on, Ray? Talk to us, my brother. I want to apologize, Ray, because uh, you know I put it out in the air that they should have sent you to send, you know, to give them that check. But I don't know how it happened and what what went down. So, uh, I don't even know, man. Oh, oh, I mean, the money got there. I think I think it's finally done with. There was a lot of uh, confusion and stuff, but I think it's finally set and done. Seventy six thousand so. dollars, brother. Nice. <laughs> That, that's a big chunk of change for that family, Ray. Good job. Yeah, man. I wanted to, uh, you guys are talking about the PVDs. Yeah. Uh, I saw what we started doing. Bobby Nash in Delorado, they're my shop steward, and they've been awesome with just telling us about grievance, 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 and that's what everyone's been doing. So what the soups have been doing is they're not sending the PVDs to the drivers. They're meeting up with the PVDs and parking lots and stuff and handing them the extra work left at the building that they would have gave to us. So 
that's what they've been doing. I, I saw them doing that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, they're also renting some trailers, some like uh, trailers and putting them in in, in, in in a couple of spots. And what they're doing, they're putting uh, the work in that trailer, and then the PVDs go there with a combination, go in there, and they pick up their packages from there. I witnessed that myself. I even recorded it. I was at a parking lot in uh, by Elmsford, and I was just going to the store and coming out, and I see a, a a regular car backed up with the door open, the trunk open, and a, a UPS guy going into this to this bend. And I'm saying, what the fuck is going on here? So I went up to him, and I recorded it, and I said, are you a PVD? He goes, yeah. I said, you pick up here? He goes, yeah, this is what they tell us. to." So they're they trying to outsmart everything throughout the whole shit. They they yeah, renting they're these little to, bends. They're trying to get like ways. Of, they're trying to you know make their way like loopholes and stuff because they know that we're gonna just slam them with a grievance if they come to us. Exactly. So like, we'll just meet the PVDs on the road without a driver, and we'll just hand them the work we were gonna give the driver, and you just deliver it. The driver would never know about it. That's what they're doing. Well, I'm glad you guys bring this up because uh, one of our business agents, uh, as you all know, Raul Molestina, great guy, uh, always uh, working hard for the membership. He had sent me uh, some information about an NLRB decision, which uh, says that the company, because of this new NLRB decision, was forced to close their zero recording policy. So basically, it's opening up the uh, a can of worms now where we as members can actually record video and stuff. Now, don't get me wrong, I don't want you guys getting the wrong idea that you can just record whatever you want and throw it up on social media and stuff like that. That's not what this is about. This is like for you, for your own uh, personal uh, use. Like if you're having an issue and you see an issue, you can record it safely and you can use it uh in depending whether it's an arbitration case i'm guessing or you can use it uh, uh give it to your business agent or your steward and um you can use that information uh to help you in whatever the the situation is when it comes to recording but again i strongly urge you guys be careful it's not something that you can just record and, and put out other people's business for example you can't you can't like the when it comes to um when it comes to like the company's uh, 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 clientele, you know, like uh, y you can't put out personal addresses, like stuff that ends up you end up recording has a, a, a business like a Target or or a video of uh, of Walmart or or whatever packages that that kind of stuff can't be can't be used or, or shown or anything like that. You know, you got to protect the privacy of the company and 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 certain. Uh, uh, how do you say it? Uh, the way the company works and the things it needs to do to run, you have to be careful what it is. It's basically for your protection, you know, or for if you see something wrong, uh, supervisors working and you get a, a recording of it and you want to show it to your BA, that, that's fine, you know what I mean? But you can't just take it and throw it on, uh, on any social media and be like, oh, look, I saw this guy working. You know, that's not what it's for. So I don't want anybody yeah. getting the wrong, the wrong impression. But like you said, Ray, you saw a, 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 a PVD. You know, take a video of them. You know, send it to the, to send it to what, the BA. What, let what, them know. Uh, our shop stewards they just tell us to get the plate, get as much information, get the plate, yeah, the car model, the car color, yeah, get absolutely. the first and last name of the guy. You know, get as much info as you can, and then just give it, pass it over to them. That's right. That's right. That's uh, by we'll, by the we'll way, I have a notepad on my phone of just like PVD info. Yeah. By the way, we're putting hundreds and hundreds of uh, of grievances. They are so overwhelmed with the hundreds of grievances that we're putting in 
um, as far as that. And, and hundreds, also hundreds, heck, you're talking thousands. Yeah. I, I, every senders, uh, from what I'm hearing, a lot of senders alone are putting up hundreds and hundreds of grievances. Senders alone. And that's just a few centers. And then you have the people in the preload also putting in grievances. I mean, the grievances are getting put in. That's for sure. So I, I and I encourage everybody out there, you know, don't don't get frustrated. If you know, if you know, you're putting in grievances and you see it's taking time. These things don't happen overnight. The, the company is not going to let these things happen overnight. They're going to stall. They're going to try to push back. They're going to try to do whatever it is in their power that they can to stall all of these uh, uh, grievances. Uh, but at the end of the day, eventually it will get to panel. It will go to an arbitrator and they will be answered. So just keep putting them in. Don't get frustrated. Don't don't feel like, oh, nothing's happening. No, you got to keep doing it. Just keep putting it in. This executive board is working tirelessly, and they're getting things done. But again, like Vinny always says, nothing with this company comes easy. But it doesn't stop them from fighting. Did you get a chance, Ray, to check out your new Local 804 newsletter? Uh, no, actually, no, I haven't. <laughs> he was like, ah, <laughs> I'm not sure no, if it came I in yet. <laughs> he was, you know he, he was hesitating. I come home, I go right to freaking sleep, I wake up, I go right back to work. He was like, <laughs> ah, no. Well, just for those out, out there <laughs> who haven't received, who, who received it already, the union put out their, uh, new, uh, their new local 804 news, um, you know, the what's like a magazine that comes every few. What what is it? Usually every few what? It's four. It's for a four year. It's it's for, it's a for winter, spring. You know, all the fall. All the all the yeah. seasons. So you get season. about four a year. Uh huh. All right. So, you know, this one was very good. It showed uh, all the things that's been going on throughout the local. If you guys haven't seen it or read it yet. It talks about the summer BBQ, the classic, you know, how much money has been uh, donated to the uh, Doc Doherty Scholarship Fund, education of the Teamsters with workshops, health and safety seminars, uh, talks about the contract enforcement that pays where people are stepping up their uh, their grievance, you know, uh, people are stepping up, putting in grievances, grievances against But paid. that's what was handed down to us. My God, heck, would you please? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I made a mistake and pressed the button. Oh, okay. Again. Uh, uh, the parking lot BBQs, the meetings that have been taking place, you know, and it's pretty huge. I, I especially like when it talks about the scholarship because it's helping people. You know, if, if you haven't yet and you haven't uh, uh, went on to the TeamstersLocal804.org website and you haven't got any items like a jacket or a hoodie, please go on there, pick something up. You know, you got some some good Teamster gear there, some cups, some bumper stickers, pens, all kinds of stuff. And all this money goes to a scholarship fund to help, um, you know, a lot of the Teamsters children go to school. You know, I got two little boys. I got a seven and an eight-year-old. And one day they're going to be going for college, and I'm going to be hoping that they can get one of these scholarships. They're very helpful. And, you know, I bought myself a jacket. I bought myself a hoodie. You know, and as time goes by, I'll probably pick up the little license plate doohickey and put that on the back of my car. And, and these are these are the little things that you can do to help chip in. The Ed Doherty Scholarship Fund is now accepting applications. In case you didn't know, for 
for, from college-bound high school seniors. The fund awards scholarships to high school seniors who are the son or daughter of active, retired, disabled, or even deceased local 804 members. So it's not like when you die or, or, or retire that's not available to you. You can still sign up and put you know the, the kids into the scholarship. The scholarship fund was established to honor De uh, Ed Doc Doherty at local 804 executive board member. In 1970, Dr. Doherty was killed when he was run over on a picket line during an 87-day strike at UPS, against UPS. Uh, download part one of the application at www.teamsterslocal804.org, 2020 scholarship, or call the local 804 number, 718-786-5700. Part one of the application is due no later than March 15, 2020. So those who are looking to get their kids uh, enrolled into the scholarship, man, you got till March 15, 2020. And if you guys want to donate to it, you know what to do. You know, just uh, donate some money to it, order some stuff on the UPS Local 804 store and, and uh, do that. Also, I just want to give a heads up. Everyone uh, should have received in the mail your new Blue Claws Blue course and blue, blue shield, shield yes. dental all four of mine yes uh you should be receiving that that's the new thing that uh the new dental that we have now have uh thanks to uh the fight that Vinny put out there with uh with the trustee with the health and welfare uh this this dental plan is probably one of the best in the nation right now um it, you know it took it took a little chunk out of the health and welfare but it's for the members and we have money on reserve that we can use to better our benefits and that's what Vinny did he also put on the table for a ten dollar copay which uh is up on you know there's up for a vote right now uh so it will be from a twenty dollar copay to a ten dollar copay and also he has on the table for the retirees that uh they can uh get the dental but our on our rate you know, not not uh, doctor's rate. So that that's a good thing that we're moving forward with this. Oh, we got another caller. No, we don't. We got a hung uh, Ray hung up. Oh. Yeah. So uh, just to look in, if you didn't look in your mailbox, it should be in your mailbox. I receive mines. Uh, a lot of people receive theirs. It's a new blue course blue shield um, card with the dental included in it. And if your dentist is not accepting, if he's not in the network accepting blue course, tell him to sign up and and get into that because uh, they'll pay better than the dental that we had before. So um, I'm sure they'll sign up for that. Yeah. Uh, all you guys, like Hector says, uh, you guys should have received it in the mail already. If you haven't, I would uh, urge you to call the Union Hall and find out. Maybe you changed your address or something. But I received all four of mine for all, both of my children, my wife and myself. They came in. I got my cards. Um, and as Hector says, the dental plan is now what a nationwide plan, I believe. It's a nationwide and, plan, yes. And uh, you know, it's it's very helpful. And uh, the 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 union is also working on you know uh, getting a, a uh, some uh, something for the retirees as far as dental goes. You know, it'll be at a reduced cost. Hopefully, they'll get that in the work soon. But they are working on that exactly. <laughs> and another thing that if you see that your shop stewards and the BAs are right now, we're targeting this twenty two fours. Uh, we're we're getting their union dues now. We're going after their union dues as soon as they walk into that door. As a twenty-two-four, we're getting their union dues. It's a good thing for the union because you know every time you know we you know a lot of uh, past executive board never uh, charge these guys as doing union work, uh, union dues. They waited till they make book and then they charge them the initiation fee and then the union dues. 
Uh, Vinny went out and said, you know, the company wants to play this game. They got to hire. They're going to hire these 22 fours. They're going to pay union dues now. So the company called, you know, saying, why are you collecting union dues now? They didn't even make book. We don't give a fuck. They're doing union work. They're going to collect union dues if they, and that's the way it is. And it's in the contract that we could do that. We, you know, the company is pissed off because now, you know, you're taking the union dues out from the 22 four. They're not making any money. And they've seen the, the union news taken out. They can't even be, you know, it's, 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 good. it's a good thing. So. Also, if you haven't read the letter, <clears throat> one of the things that I also liked was uh, extended retiree coverage for surviving spouses and dependents. The local 804 executive board and health and welfare trust fund are pleased to announce expanded retiree benefits. Families of active or retired 804 members who pass away before age 65 Medicare eligible would be entitled to register for or extend the, the deeply discounted retiree health care coverage. These families can continue to receive retiree coverage up to the third anniversary of the date deceased member would have become Medicare eligible. Any questions relating to this tremendous benefit improvement can be directed also to the local 804 health and welfare office. Um, also, which I know was spoken about at the last few general membership meetings and people have been talking about this for a while, retiree health care payment processing. Early in 2020, the fund trustees will send notices to all 804 retirees outlining new bank-to-bank -bank transfer options for payment of health plan premiums. This long-sought improvement will enable retirees throughout the country to ensure payment in a timely fashion without the headache of rushing to the mailbox or sending payments overnight and expedited. I mean, you guys were asking for this for a long time, so I'm very happy to hear that this is in the works. So retirees, keep your eye on your mail. You should be receiving some stuff pretty soon. Um, what else we got going on here? I mean, we could talk about a little bit about the James R. Hoffa Membership Sco Memorial Scholarship. We also could talk about this uh, guy uh, from the West Coast called uh, Ro 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 is it Ron Molois? Rome Malois. No, is Rome Rome Malois. What about him? It's Rome Malois. He's now off suspension, and now uh, the the vibe is going up on the West Coast. He's getting together with uh, this uh, Mickey Mouse guy Herrera, and they 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 forming a slate to run against Hoffa. Uh, those are the same guys that we need to take out of office. I'm not endorsing uh, O'Brien yet because O'Brien has a lot to, to do right now before I can say yes to it. Uh, he don't have a full slate, and once he announced his full slate, then I will reconsider and thinking of uh, you know endorsing uh, O'Brien in 804 because this is the only guy we really have right now to take over the IBT and make this a better union. It's O'Brien and, and Zuckerman. Um you know, my vote is for Zuckerman all the way. I mean, I've been a Zuckerman guy since uh, the, the last election, and now they added on O'Brien to be the president of the IBT, and it's nothing else out there. I mean, everybody else is a Hoffer, I mean, if we, you know, vote the same people that Hoffer, you know, the Hoffer guys, we just might as well just not vote at all because, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be the same bullshit over and over again. Right now, a lot of locals, they don't get the backing from the IBT, especially ours, and we, we need that. We need that to fight this company that's doing stupid shit like the 22 Fours and the BVDs. So, you know, everyone just uh, stay tuned. 
uh, for you know O'Brien. He needs to uh, get his slate together, and once he gets his slate together, everybody do their homework. It's just like you did your homework when you was gonna elect a EMS or anybody else. Do your homework, see what you got, and do the vote. But listen, you have to vote. The whole thing about this is you have to vote. You pay those union dues. That's your right to vote and vote and vote. If you don't vote, you might as well just vote yes to whoever's in there now. So you have to vote. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> voting is key, people. I mean, please get out there. Do your diligence. Do your homework. Please vote. That is your power. That is our power as a group. That is how we get things done. That is how we create change. Um, you, you guys really need to make an effort. And, and it's not just the people listening here, because from what I'm seeing, you know, uh, it, the, the people that listen to our show are, are all diehard Teamsters, and I'm sure all of them vote. But I'm speaking to you guys because you're the ones that can reach those. I remember when EMS was running and, and how much how much I was people. They thought I was going crazy because I was. Every day I would see somebody, it was like, did you vote yet? Did you vote yet? Did you vote yet? And you know how many times, oh, I haven't checked my mail yet, or I haven't. Well, check your mail. You you, you have to stay on top of the. I know I don't want to make it sound like you have to be a babysitter, but unfortunately, to get these people to vote sometimes, you really have to push them. Don't be afraid to, to get up in their face and, and ask them, have you voted yet? Have you voted yet? It, it takes a little work, but we got to get it done. You know, um, and oh, we got uh, uh, the PVD grievance. Uh, Cocken says the PVD grievances. We have to wait until it goes to a national arbitrator. I believe so. Yeah, you got to keep putting them grievances is because I believe right. Heck, the executive board already took this to the IBT and they let the company have a couple yes, of months. It's to, a, it be, they stalled it, basically. Yeah, well, it's on deadlock. Yeah. We went to we expedited it yeah. to uh, to listen to the. Um, to the case, and then of course we knew what the company was going to do. They and the IBT, of course, didn't help. I'm sure exactly. So they deadlock, and now it's going to go to the national arbitration, which is coming up. Uh, I believe in February. I, I I'm not too sure, but you know this is what the company does. You know they they postpone a lot of shit. You know when they want to walk a guy out, they want to meet up with you right away. You know stuff like this that know that they're going to lose in the arbitration. They, they fuck around with it. They they deadlock it. They say they didn't come to the grievance, so let's take it to national. Now, that's a, a national is a joke also. National, national does everything that the company wants them to do. It's like that's why we need to change this IBT. The IBT is corrupted with the company. So this is, you know, the PVD is going to go to... Uh, it's going to go to the national. And, and you know, sometimes e either... No time. I haven't seen any anybody from any executive board come back with a good uh, win from the national board when you have the IBT making the, this these decisions. So I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's it's a fucking it's 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 a money game, and you know they playing with uh, with our money, with the membership money. So that's why we have to make a move and get everybody out of that fucking IBT and start all over again. You guys did it with the fucking, uh, with Local 804. We're moving forward. We're doing, we're looking better in 804. 804 is back on the map. Uh, I could tell you that because when I go to a lot of conference, uh, you know, everybody's praising 804. They respect 804, and the respect is coming back to 804. 
uh, back in three years ago, you know, when I used to go to conference and and the jerk offs was on 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 the executive board, we had no respect. They didn't even give a fuck about eight oh four anymore. But now we're getting that respect back, and everybody and their other locals are. Uh, praising the 804 so we need to move forward cockin asks is that good or no well cockin is it good or no the the question is uh honestly we don't know but it's better than not fighting at all i mean you know <laughs> it, it's it's it, it would be a great thing if we could just have handled it here uh on this level and just shut them down and say no pvd's not happening but unfortunately, because the IBT has our local executive board members fighting with one hand tied behind their back, we are at, at kind of at their mercy when it comes to this particular matter. When they go to the higher ups and it's above our pay grade, it's above their pay grade <clears throat> and it has to go to a national level. So is it good or no? I mean, it's I can't say it's good or not good. All I know is that what's important is that our guys continue to fight and that our guys continue to put in grievances. All we can do is fight the fight on our level and hope that when it gets to the top that we are heard so <clears throat> let's not give up the fight brother let's yeah. let's never give up the fight even though we as know the ibt as ain't as shit yeah as long as that ibt is there i mean really we're not gonna get a lot of freaking cases uh worn by because it's always under the table dealing with uh hafa and this 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 billion dollar company um you know they they always scratch each other's back i mean i my, my they cousin, made record profits this year my like cousin, record profits yeah my cousin works for a freight line uh on, you know they take all this the they um what do you call those things those things overseas on the boats so he works for the boat company that you you know the the company uses them and he tells me that you're going out yeah you, you can you hear me now yeah yeah so he tells me that they're having uh a boat a boat that they use for for the big executive board, you know, the big executive people from uh, the company to, you know, wine them and dine them all the time. You know, this is this is this is this is what it is. The same thing is probably happening in the IBT. You know, the company wine and dine them and then they get what the fuck they want. And this is bullshit. This is why we are where we at. If we don't have backing from IBT, we have shit. You know, we fight at the local in the local level, but when we need the IBT to back us up to, you know, to fight this this big fucking monster of a company, you know, they don't have our back because they're doing dealings in Washington under the table. And we need to fix that shit. Seriously. Yeah, the company made uh, huge profits this year. UPS record, record, reported their second quarter net income of $1.69 billion or $1.94 per share, compared with $1.49 billion or $1.71 per share a year earlier. Analysts had expected a profit of $1.92 per share, according to the IBES data from Refinitiv. Revenue rose 3.4% to $18.5 billion. So for them to try to say that they're not, that they don't, that they're not making any money, and it, it's just ridiculous. It really is. I want to give a shout-out to Cocken, who's listening. Greg Kerwood on the line. Greg Kerwood. Also, if you guys are looking for um, some help with your... Uh, with your 401k, Greg Kerwood has a great page that he started. He's from Local 25 out in Boston. He's a good guy. He's got videos. He's got files up that you can actually look in, in and get. Uh, you could actually ask questions, and he's always quick to answer on what's going on with your 401k. Um, 
Uh, we got uh, Rick Rosale also listening on the line. What's going on, Rick? And you know, you know what? It, it, one of the things that I also wanted to talk about that I saw in this uh, news calendar was the uh, what 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 it said for part timers. It said for UPS part timers coming soon. Teladoc. Coming soon in early 2020, part-timers at UPS will have a new, no-cost option for medical care, Teladoc. This service will be provided through Team Care, the national Teamster health plan that covers UPS part-timers. Teladoc will pair you with a doctor who can diagnose and treat minor conditions with you over the phone and even prescribe medication if medically necessary. Teladoc doctors can prescribe medical treatment for a wide range of conditions like allergies, asthma, bronchitis, coughs, colds, dermatology, earaches, fever, flu, nausea, pink eye, sinus problems, sore throats, and more. Of course, you can also continue to see your doctor or go to urgent care. Stay tuned for more updates. I think that's uh, that's pretty cool because a lot of times, think about it, you don't have the time to go to the doctor. Your kid's got maybe a cold or a flu. You make a quick call. You get whatever prescriptions you need. You know what I mean? Obviously, if you think it's something worse or, you know, go to a doctor. But <clears throat> I think this is a great option. Um, and and I, I like it. And we got we to gotta stop, you know, talking about going to the doctor. Guys, you got to fucking stop this shit of getting hurt on the job and waiting for your supervisor to take you to the doctor. You could go to your doctor and he cannot be there to see what's going on. When you get hurt, the, your main concern is to get yourself fixed. Get yourself checked out by your doctor. You do not have to go with them to their doctor. They want to bring you to a company doctor so the company doctor could diagnose you as, oh, you're okay, we've brought back to work. Bullshit. It's your body. It's your injury. You know how you, your injury is. You have to make that decision. There's a lot of guys here in Local 804 that when they get injured, the first thing they do is call, you know, you, the first thing you have to do is call the supervisor, tell him about your injury, call your shop store and make sure he understands that, that you, you know, you let him know. And the, the third thing is to, you know, you go to your doctor, it's your body, the doctor, they, these guys, are, these supervisors are not doctors, they can't diagnose what you feel and how your body feels. Okay, they take you to the company doctor, and the company doctor, of course, is going to be with them. It's going to tell them, ah, just a bruise. He could go back to work tomorrow and put you on full duty the next day. And then who's who's in pain? You are. You are in pain. So if you go to your doctor uh, when you get injured, just do the right protocols. Call your supervisor when you first get injured. Call your shop steward and make sure they get you a comp number and proceed from there. You don't have to, they're going to come up to you and say, we're going to bring you to the doctor. You could tell them, ah, fuck you. I'm going to my own doctor. You want to follow me? You can follow me, but I'm going to my own doctor. And remember, for those listening uh, across the country, that's not for everybody. That's uh, here in New York. We have that option that we can go to our own, our own doctors, but it's not everywhere. 
Some some states. What do you mean? Other states they is differently. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I didn't even know that. Yeah, in some states they have to go to the doctor that's that's being provided by the company. Unfortunately, wow. But we're where Stuart Goldstein made that very clear that we're we're one of the lucky states. And there's I, I don't know I I think he was saying that there was maybe another like six or seven states. I, I can't remember exactly how many of the states that you could actually do it in. But we're lucky that we're one of them. So yeah, if you're here in local eight hundred four, you can go to your own doctor for sure. Uh, and if you're not in local 804 and you're in another local, you might want to look into that and Last talk to your didn't union. It didn't just come up out of nowhere. I'm sorry. <laughs> it didn't come up out of nowhere. I don't know why this every- popped up. What is that? I don't know. <laughs> uh, depends. Yeah, depends on state law. That's right, Greg Kerwood. Uh, Greg Cocken. Uh, uh, okay, let's keep going. How much time the IBT has left? One more year, right? What is it? 20, uh, 2022. 2022. Oh, we're out. Oh, we're going out again. How you? Uh, well, you're gonna need to buy a new one of those wires. I think it's starting to act up. No, it's just it's me. I put, I freaking pulled on it. Okay. So yeah. So 2022. I mean 2020. You know, I think this year the uh, 20. Well, they're definitely going to start. Everybody's starting to campaign already. As you I, I believe see. it's 2022. I'm not too sure. But anyway, they they're gonna have uh, you know, um, people getting together to. Uh, to run for the uh, convention center, to, to go to the convention center in Vegas. So, you know, of course, you know, Mr. Um, um, but that's what was handed down to us. We're going to take it. We're going to run with it. But that's what. Uh, you know, he's going to put up a team to try to go to the convention center uh, to go uh, represent uh, the officers. Because remember, the last time they ran, when they were in office, they were on the fence. And they uh, they was officers all the way. So hopefully, uh, eight or four don't reelect them to go to the uh, Vegas. So, but every local is gonna have that that challenge uh, to go to Vegas to be. The more people we get there, the more members we get there from each local to represent us and uh, get these officers out. The better it is because that convention is huge. And there's a bunch of rep vests all around. And that's how Hoffa always wanted it. And that's how Hoffa wants it before he leaves. Well, yeah. Uh, I know the convention is definitely happening in 2021. That's going to be in Vegas. And that's coming up. Uh, well, what do we got? Uh, what is it in November? I don't I, I don't. I No, the convention usually in June, July. Okay, so we got to start so, getting the information for all this stuff so we can put it up. So I don't think it's this year. I think it's the following year, the 21st. That's when they're going to uh, go to the convention. And then that's when they the nominations go up to run against whoever, you know, get to run against Hoffa uh, at that at that convention. The, the nomination goes up. Uh, another thing that I thought was uh, pretty awesome that uh, Vinny Perone was speaking about was that he was planning on this year also starting some kind of YouTube channel to start uh, hopefully educating some of the members. That's what I heard, but I, I'm, I'm surprised he didn't even tell me about that. Well, <coughs> I mean, I think he posted it for everyone to see. Um, I believe they were tr- they're planning on trying to start a YouTube channel to help, uh, you know, a lot of members, they don't really pay attention to everything that's going on and sometimes a lot of them you got a lot of people that watch youtube so 
I mean, my suggestion would be if any uh, is planning to do that with the executive board and you want to start a YouTube channel, definitely, that's a, definitely a great idea. I would do it starting like with a Facebook Live page so you could actually talk to the people that are that are listening and you could actually listen to their comments and, and, I could and actually answer do, their comments. Yeah, I could actually do a uh, YouTube page, a YouTube Live from his office, right? Sitting, easily, yeah, right. easily. I could, I, YouTube, you could. I do got the cameras for it. I got the the connections for it. Well, I mean, well, what I would do, heck, I would say, I would say, set that up and do a live Facebook feed, and then have it recorded, and then post that feed onto onto YouTube. You know, kind of like we yeah, do yeah. with our I show. Mean, we could do that, right? But, you know, is we could also do both at the same time. We could do the Facebook live, and also YouTube live. You know, All we could right. do both. Yeah. Actually, YouTube does live feeds. Yeah, I never, I didn't know that. I thought it was. Oh just, no, no, no! I'm sorry, they don't, right? Yeah, they do recording. Yeah, it's all basically recording. So right. like, you would do the show live on Facebook or wherever, and then you could have it recorded and then just post it up onto YouTube, and and you know, Vinny would be able to start a page that way. That would work out great, and he could be, he's able to speak to a lot of members that are, you know, that that are listening. And and I don't know. People definitely watch social media. They pay attention to that stuff. So it's not like you know. Here we are on this little internet radio show, and we're only able to reach with so many people, and uh, you know, through word of mouth and through people that you know listen. So it's. I think that would be definitely a, a better way for Vinny to to get out there and 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 be able to speak to members and and try to get them educated on everything that's going on with the union and, and policy and, and, and all the articles of the contract. And there's a lot of stuff that people really don't know, man. You know how many times you go into these buildings act and, and half of them don't even know Vinny's name, you know, like how do you not know who's on your executive board? Like, you know, do you know, Mr. Rosiglione? Do you know, have you ever heard of Mark Cohen or Cintron or Hector? Like, it's like some people don't even know these guys' names, you know, and mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a little disheartening because the, 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 the culture today, they're just a lot of them just come to work and then they don't pay attention. So I'm, I'll tell you, in my building, I'm definitely trying to get to a lot of these younger kids, these loaders, these uh, the people in the small store. And I'm talking to them and I'm I'm getting them educated. I'm trying to get them to come to meetings. So starting February, when we have our first general membership meeting, I believe our steward meetings, the eighth and uh, the following will be the. The following week would be the the general membership meeting, right? The first one uh, in February. February, yeah. I don't have the exact days. I think February eight is the shop steward meeting, and then uh, Sunday after that it will be the general membership meeting. <clears throat> but that's a you know that's also a problem here in local eight hundred four. I mean, everybody wants to um, speak on social media and and say this, and I want this done. Go to the general membership meeting and get yourself heard and get the answers right there with the whole executive board there. <clears throat> Social media is just, uh, you know, people are going to give you the wrong answer or they'll give you the right answer, depending who answers it. <clears throat> Sorry, I can't. Hold on. So, yeah, the general, uh, <laughs> the, the steward, the steward, uh, the general membership meeting will be on the 15th. And the steward meeting will be on the 8th. So that's February 8th and 15th, and that will be at 10 a.m. One will be at the hall. The steward meeting will be at our hall, and the general membership meeting will be, as you guys know, all the way out in late success. Uh, Gemini and Tow Truck. There, There's my guy, Dean Dawes. I'm pretty sure he's posting this up right now. He's saying, that just so you guys don't know, Gemini and Tow Truck have a, a show that they do. They're, they're uh, feeder drivers out of California. Uh, Dean Doss himself is out of San Bernardino. I believe he works out of the uh, Montreal building. 
uh, I mean, I'm sorry, not not Montreal. Um, what is it? Uh, I f- I forget, Dean. Where where are you guys again? I. <clears throat> Uh, IBT will announce an election official early 2020 and slates will come together in 2020 and early 2021 delegates will be elected for the convention and convention June 2021 election October November 2021 great show I've heard of them (laughs) Ontario that's what it is Ontario I know it's one of those Canada sounding uh, places Okay, so uh, yeah, that's uh, one of. Oh, now that you're on the uh, that Dean Doss is on, uh, I was watching some of their show earlier. Um, another thing for feeder drivers, and I'm not sure if this goes for package car drivers as well. Uh, I know Wayne Ponsky and Dean Doss was speaking about now that it's the new year, you want to check the the uh, vehicle information. Uh, uh, thank you for that, Dean. By the way, for popping up because I remembered I wanted to talk about that because I had saw your show. Um, the the information sometimes in the trucks what happens is every year uh the stuff goes and gets ex- it expires so uh you guys can actually get the paperwork and make sure you go down to your the supervisor or whatever and get the new paperwork and do what you got to do because if if you guys get a ticket i you know i'm thinking they blame you for it for not having your stuff up to date when it's uh the company is to blame for it because they're letting their stuff go uh expired so Definitely uh, check your paperwork in your truck. Make sure your insurance is up to date, the registration's up to date, uh, and all the information that follows. You know, uh, make sure that all of that stuff is up to date so that you guys don't get in trouble out there. And you know, and the same thing goes for package car drivers. You know, you you go up, you you look above that uh, booster seat. There's a little pouch up there. And uh, all the information's up there. You got your 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 insurance up there. You got your all the paperwork for the vehicle. So just make sure all that stuff is up to date. You know because uh, your fire extinguisher is yeah. uh, up to date. <laughs> make sure your fire extinguisher is working. God forbid, have, there have, have been uh, trucks that have been on fire. It's not even a joke. Like trucks have gone you on have your fire. Reflector, your your triangle reflectors. They should be in in your truck. Oh my God, heck! I wanted to read this to you. What I want, I want you guys. This, this, this really. Uh, this was a PCM that was given to uh, some of the clerks in my building, and I'm sure that this was read out to the, to the drivers, and I'm sure that this was this was probably done aclo- across the country. But uh, every every morning, for all of you guys that have PCMs and and have to listen to a supervisor talking about something that you know pretty much a lot of the times is horseshit. Uh, this one was my favorite. It says, world-class safety. UPS is on a journey to worldwide. To company. World- the company. <laughs> I'm sorry. It says it there. That's why. The company is on a journey to world-class safety. World-class safety organizations are recognized as having the most progressive safety process and lowest injury and crash rates. These safety processes are held as models for other organizations. The company is emphasizing the following safety processes as part of that journey. One of them is SWM, observations and quality feedback. Are your CHSP committee members conducting observations and providing quality feedback? Number two, mentoring. Are all new inside employees, packed car drivers, and feeder drivers being mentored by a trained mentor? And three, employees lead the safety processes. CHSP committees, observations, quality feedback, and mentoring are examples. Now, <laughs> I don't know about you. 
but <laughs> this is not happening. You know, it, it's just simply not happening. Um, th- th- if they're trying to do this, uh, uh, maybe I've seen it attempted just for show to make it look like it's it's like a big deal. But I think Vince said it best in the beginning when he said uh, they don't give a rat's ass about safety. They don't. You know, this is all for show. This is all for, you know, just in case uh, the big boys from OSHA come down. You know what I mean? I mean, we all know that when those, uh, those um, what do they call them? The inspectors come to our buildings. All of a sudden, the building is spotless. The trucks look amazing. Uh, brand new, like all the, the washers did their job. I'm jobs. a raw I mean, on the tire. I mean, I mean, you come in and it's like a different place. Mm-hmm. You know, even the even the rodents have disappeared. <laughs> <clears throat> and then they go pick the the, the guy, the, you know, the new guy that knows the DLK. Uh, the DLK. 100%. Yeah. And let me tell you something about the DLK. You know, they always say, you know, you got to know your DLK. It's good to know. You're you talking about DOT, right? The DLK. What's the DOK? The DOK with the five scene habits, you know, the DOK. Okay. The 10 scene habits, whatever. Uh, They say that you have to know that 100%, and it's not in our contract uh, that we have to know it. I mean, it's good to know, but you don't have to know it 100%. So, you know, back in the day, back in, uh, I think, 08, 09, they were heavy on that DOK bullshit. And... uh, you depth know, of I, knowledge, depth of knowledge. Yeah, depth of <laughs> that's knowledge. That's what DOK stands for, right? Thanks, yeah. guys. <laughs> so, I mean, that's why. So they uh, methods and they, procedures. Yeah, they wanted they wanted everyone to know that DOK a hundred percent, and you know, or they will write you up. And then I was like, this is bullshit. When I remember when they asked me for it, and the supervisor said, I said, listen, I'm gonna tell you straight up, I don't know that shit. It's good to know, but I don't have to fucking be at a hundred percent on that shit. And if you want to write it up and put a warning letter, go right ahead. It's not in the contract that I have to know it 100%. So fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I, I. What the hell? And if you want to write it up. Is that, is that coming in on? Oh, okay. All right. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, it's pretty, uh, I mean, safety is important. We want our guys to be safe. We want our guys to work safe. This is These are all important things. I just don't like when uh, the company tries to pretend that they actually care about it. And then they write about it like they're really doing so much to um, to, to, to prevent all these injuries. And uh, they, to me, it, uh, and this is just my personal opinion, they only care when something happens. You know, <laughs> look who just showed up, Haynes. Haynes, you, oh, you, you missed a whole lot of show, buddy. Uh, yeah, and then he's gonna have like a hundred questions at the end of the show. <laughs> so, um, uh, another things that I, I read about uh, was some of the Horsehead Legend retiree. What'd you think about that? When uh, there were some articles written on one of our great Teamster brothers, Jim Reynolds, Pete Mastandrea, and Angelo Gorella, that were all. Oh, you uh, heard about that, huh? Well, well, I heard, you heard about I read what the. Ten- what? The Ken, uh, the agitator, whatever his name is on fucking Facebook, that he said that um, Angela wasn't a legend and he didn't know why he was on there. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I did see, I did see him post something on it, and then I, I was just like, I, I, I felt like he was being a little uh, unfair, uh, well, very unfair because this guy, 
this guy was um you know crucial i mean let, let me read some of the stuff period uh jim reynolds first of all jim reynolds began his teamster career in 1980 and quickly became an influential leader i want to know what what's the legend part about it well these guys were legends man they did a lot of work Jim was a steward and one of Ron Carey's biggest supporters for many years. When Jim was elected secretary-treasurer in 2009, he immediately got to work saving the union's pension and health funds along with Tim Sylvester and Pete Massandrea. Jim was able to not only shore up those funds but to oversee their growth towards today's unprecedented levels. Jim's devotion to the membership will be appreciated for decades to come, and it's because of a lot of the hard work he did. And, and Peter Mas Massandrea was another one. After a 40-year Teamster career, Pete Massandrea has retired to sunny Florida. Pete was a longtime steward who was handpicked by Ron Carey to serve as a trustee and corrupt locals that Ron began the Herculean task of cleaning up Teamster corruption. From 2010 to 2016, Pete served as vice president of the local and helped to save and rebuild the union's funds. Pete served as a trustee on the funds, represented over 700 Teamsters and UPS and Eppendorf, helped to craft the 2013 contract, and was and was still the first guy to jump in and help his team at the hall. Somehow, despite this workload, Pete was quickly was quick with a smile. Or a laugh, a great guy, and a great teamster. Pete will be sorely missed. And you know what? I got the chance to meet Pete a couple times and talk to him a couple times. He even came. I remember when Dave uh, Cintron was our steward, uh, him and a couple of the guys from that executive board came to our Christmas party. And they had a great time, and we had a good time with them. And I'll never forget that. Uh, Angelo Gorilla is a 40-year teamster who devoted most of his adult life to the union. Angela was a longtime shop steward who then served for 12 years as part of the 804 board, first as a business agent and then as a trustee. Though he is enjoying his retirement, Angela is still just a phone call away and always ready to other offer advice and help. He swore in the president board at their first membership meeting and recently appeared with John Rachusa at the last meeting to promote America's vet dogs. Angelo is a shining example of what it means to be a local 804 Teamster. And you know what? These were, these were I think it was nice of the uh, current executive board to give a little shout out to some of these horse at Lenses retirees because they did a lot. They did a lot for our local and they definitely, uh, what's uh, based on the stuff he was supposedly a part of? Oh, okay, Jamie. Uh, that's, that's. So, you know, it, it is, listen, everybody, uh, regardless of, who the members uh, were that 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 uh, these uh, retirees, these legends who's done so much for the local. At the end of the day, I'm sure even they once in a while made some mistakes and uh, sometimes people want to crucify them. See, the problem is people never see all the good and they always want to crucify you for the mistakes you made. And I think it's important to to look at all the positive things that they brought to the union, all the positive things they did for their locals and 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 the strength they brought back to the union because uh, we were going through some tough times and 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 some of these guys helped really change the way and pave the way for a lot of the uh, the members now that you know some of the executive board members now. you know, I know for for a fact that Rocky the polo uh, 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 and Angelo and Paolo the Paolo. Helped uh, uh, Angelo helped him greatly and, and made him the team three is today. 
P. Mass Andrea. He worked closely with guys like uh, Tim Sylvester, Vinnie Perone, I believe, used to work alongside with him as well. Jim Reynolds, all these guys, you know, the, these guys uh, uh, paved the way for the reason that our guys are fighting the way they are today. What is that? What is that little? Uh... That's me. Oh, what is that? So I think all that stuff is uh, is very important. Um, so, ooh, Greg Kerwood hits him with endless hypocrisy. Yes, I know what you're talking about. That's based on that uh, the safety stuff, right, <laughs> Greg? Yeah, uh, it definitely is. It is, and, and I hope everything's going well with you over there in uh, Boston, Greg. Uh, I know you had a situation you were going through. I hope everything cleared up for you down there. Um, he spoke about that a little with us on the show last time. And um, so, yeah, uh, a lot of things in the new year, a lot of things uh, being done. You know, we uh, we um, we're entering into this 2020 with uh, with uh, an elected board who uh, the EMS guys, the experience matter slate who took charge this year. They uh, made a lot of changes. They um, they had some great events um, and they have put the fight back in the membership. I mean, you got uh, young kids putting in grievances that I never thought would put in grievances before. Uh, people that were disheartened by grievances of the past that, that, that were like, what's the point? Nothing's getting done. And they're putting them in now because they see the change. They see the change in the tide. And uh, I think it's uh, it's a great thing. It's about time. And it's, it's you, you guys, heck, you guys have been in there a year. Talk to me. How, how do you feel about this first year? And are you proud of the work you guys have been doing or... Uh, I mean, uh, I know you guys always stand together. You guys always communicate with one another. You guys have a very, very strong uh, presence in a lot of the buildings, showing up on the evenings, showing up in the morning, showing up in the middle of the day, Listen, weekends, holidays. If it was someone else or whatever the case may be that's in executive board now, uh, probably would have done be way better than the old executive board. So anything right now is the is the best thing for the Locuado <laughs> for. If it was us, if it was someone else, it didn't matter. We needed to uh, get rid of the the that that last executive board that brought this local down to the ground <laughs> with their bullshit, with their charging members, with their uh, corruption in the office, uh, screwing a secretary. And you know the lawsuit and uh, taking out the the president. This is the the history uh, you know of local eight hundred four. The local eight, you know, I never saw that someone you know uh, your your vice president uh, set you up and get you the hell out of there. And we needed that corruption to get the hell out of this local eight hundred four. So now you know now that we we're in office, uh, Vinny um, is doing what he's doing best for the membership and best for the local. To move forward and the year that we passed uh just now you know we had a great year but I, i'm not i'm not satisfied i want i want more and Vinny wants more so we want more for the membership and you can see that you know this year was a great year and and god bless to all to all the members that helped us out throughout this year to make this local strong again but i, I still think that we can do more more for this local, more for the membership, and we have another two years left in our in our uh, thing, and hopefully this this next year is going to be better than last year, and then this the last year for us in office is going to be better than the other two years. So we're looking to uh, move this local to a, a whole high direction and a better direction, and local eight hundred four is back again. 
that's that's what I gotta say about the year. <laughs> well said, well said. Very passionate, that man. Very, very passionate. The big bad wolf from Brush Avenue. Um, yeah. So uh, he, you heard it. I mean, it. It's. It, I. I. I would have to disagree with him in one sense. I don't think any board could have just came in and did what these guys are doing. I mean, I, I do agree that maybe any board could have probably done better than the last board. <laughs> but but uh, <laughs> it just came off funny to me. Uh, but I, I feel that we truly picked. Um, and the reason I the say that, guys. Tony, is because I know, I know, heck, I know. we were dealing with fucking idiots. It was horrible. It was it horrible. was horrible, man. I, I mean, in my 26 years, I mean, the worst three years of my life. You had one guy, you know, and everybody always criticized me. They say, oh, why are you always defending Kirk Shocker? I mean, Kirk Shocker did right by me as a B.A. Kirk Shocker, listen, he was, you a know, good but dude. he was the only one and he was. Everybody else sucked. John, yeah. Mark Johnson sucked. Oh, my God. You know, don't Tim, even mention that guy's name. You know, Tom Murphy sucked. <laughs> Pinto, pencil dick sucked. Pickle, pickle dick. Yeah, you know, Rally sucked. <laughs> you know, they, had, they, they, they just had such a sucking freaking team that brung this local down. And I, that's what I said. Anyone that would have won into this local would have definitely – Change this local around like we're doing, and we 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 did it. We had a great one year. We did a lot of things. Uh, we, you know, Vinny didn't promise a lot of things, but he said he's gonna do it. Uh, oh yeah, the white <laughs> sock, <laughs> the horse trader. Uh, thank you for that, Jamie. You no, know, I did like the guy they brought on later on, though, Rocky Webster. I have a lot of respect for that guy. I mean, he came in, and even though he was just there a small amount of time, I do have to say that he, he the small time that he had, he did okay. And he still showed love. You know, he came to my Christmas party. He came to our Christmas party that we threw down there. You know, I actually seen him for a while. Rocky Webster, you know, even though he was, they picked him to be on that, you know, at the last minute. Yeah, like last few uh, months. He, he, he didn't like being there. He knew. But he was, was doing it because of the membership. He was a member guy. But he didn't like running with these guys. He didn't like being with these guys because they was a freaking uh, a, a kangaroo, you know, a show in that. Court. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was crazy that it, that you can go into the office, everybody shut their doors. You go into the executive office now, everybody has their doors open. There's no privacy be between us. We 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 work with each other with different cases. You know, your every BA talks to each other. We know. I know everything that's going on. In other buildings. You know why? Because the communication is there for us. And now that we have, and, and a lot of people don't know, they just created a new program that we're putting in all the information into the computer. So let's say I'm covering you, uh, uh, the BA, and I go to your building and I don't have the record of that particular member. I don't know what's going on. I have it now. Because all I have to do is go into my phone or to my laptop, put up the the member's name, and all his record comes out. So I won't be in the blind when I go defend that you know that member when the BA is not there to defend you know he's on vacation or whatever. Right. So we have all that information that we, we that all the BAs have. So we we're not in the dark. We don't leave the members in the dark. And 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 it's like I said, we're moving in the right direction. We had a great year thanks to the membership. Thanks to all this um, going to the Met game, going having that barbecue with the softball, 
And, I mean, we had a the great TV year, man. The TVU convention. Yeah, we had a great year. Uh, I mean, and we'll, I'm looking forward to this year to be even greater. Like like uh, Bob, the furniture guy, greater. You know, I, I feel like the unity is is what's getting getting me. It's not even. I mean, I love the work you guys are doing. I like that you guys are there, twenty four oh seven pounding out the you know boots on the ground doing what you guys got to do i also love the unity i love going to the mets game with the guys having a good time watching a ball game i love also um you know the 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 softball tournament that we had huge softball tournament i mean even though the feeder guys cheated that's right i'm gonna say it you guys cheated uh <laughs> they won the whole thing at the end i mean we had a great time uh, it, it was uh, the unity, just hanging out, having beers with the guys. Ha, ha, we just had a really, really good time. Uh, and the TDU convention, you know, getting able, being able to to bond with a lot of guys that I don't see all the time from other buildings, hanging out with my guy Debo, Chris, Chris Conley, over from uh, Suffolk County, who actually came down to my Christmas party. I appreciate you, Debo, for coming all the way from Suffolk County down to our Brooklyn Christmas party. That was a big deal to me. Thank you, brother. Rocky Webster also. All the people that came down to that Christmas party, man, we had another great turnout. Another, You know what? And I started doing this a year ago. And uh, I love the fact that a lot of other members also now are, are, are and that same year, I remember Louis Barbone, he wasn't even a, a, a business agent yet, and they threw the party out at the main event. And, and um, it's coming up again. And it's coming up again. And January I'm going 18th. Back again. And that's why I wanted to talk about it because their party is coming up now, Saturday, January 18th, at the main event. It is going to be at 1815 Broad Hollow Road, Farming. Everyone's invited. And just like our party, yep, everyone in the local is invited. It's only $25 a person. You know, it says bring your wives, girlfriends, boyfriends, significant others, welcome. All are welcome. Full-time, part-time, loaders, whatever it is, just, you know, just come, come, have a good time, you know. Listen, it's a union event. Come through. Um, that it's gonna be uh well like like I told you it's over there at 1815 Broad Hollow Road in Farmingdale, January 18th. I hope to see some of you guys there. I'm gonna be making the trip out there, and I think it's important for one of, for for us moving forward when we do uh little union events or parties or whatever it is. We should all be trying to support one another. And let me we tell should. you something: we're selling union jackets, and listen, you can go or you can call your BA and all your jacket if you don't have one now. And let me tell you how good it looks when you have 20 uh drivers walking in with those union jackets and when management sees oh they crumble they 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 they, they like oh shit you know because that's what we got to show them we all we all one is like like Vinny says one one union one go so if you haven't ordered your union jacket okay order it with your BA call me 3474030705 I'll put in the order for you, okay? But if you don't have a union jacket, you can put your name on it. It has the house of, of Ron Carey the on the left. The Ron Carey. Right, the home of Ron Carey and the big uh, Teamster. And you can you can order it through your BA or you can go online to um, TeamsterLocal804.org. And we have all kinds of stuff there. And a lot of proceed, a lot of the... Uh, of the money go to the uh, the scholarship for right. the the, the doctor which which Tony scholarship. talked about earlier today. Right. 
So, you know, this is how we get everyone involved. I mean, I, I love when I go to the Bronx and I see 20 guys walking in with those teams of jackets. And we ordered a lot, a lot of those teams of jackets. Yeah, and they look really good. Uh, for anybody <clears throat> in Forster Avenue looking for the forms, I actually got some of the forms from our business agent, Dave Luby. I have the forms for both Union Jackets. I have the, the traditional Union Jacket, and we also have the Varsity style with the leather sleeves. Those are a little bit more money, but they also look very nice. It's up to you which style of jacket you want. Uh, Mr. Haynes, if you get a chance to come see me on Monday, I have a couple of those forms for you. You could uh, fill out those forms. That's turn them funny, into your though. Turn business agent, turn them into your Stuart, what? What's funny? That Jamie don't have a jacket. Jamie has a jacket. He does. Yeah, he has a jacket. No, I never he saw him. A, he has the traditional one, but with the blue, the the navy blue. He has. Oh, uh, he I does. Have the black. Uh, I never yeah. seen him wear it. Okay. Yeah, no, he definitely has one. All right. <laughs> so I don't know how long we he's gotta had. get. We gotta get him a jacket that says Jamie, the man with uh, all the questions. Yeah. <laughs> so again, yeah. <clears throat> Anything you guys order, like we said before, from the local 804 store, uh, it goes to the uh, Doc Doherty uh, scholarship, uh, college scholarship for Teamsters Children's, for, for the kids of Teamsters. And then it, doesn't, uh, it doesn't matter if they're retired, if they're deceased. It doesn't matter if they're active, retired, disabled, or deceased members. Um, all you have to do is make sure that if your kid is eligible and in, and in high school, uh, you get them that form by March 15th, I believe it said, right? Yeah, by March 15, 2020. So you got from, Mar from March 15, 2020 to put in your application for that. Yeah, those are the kids that uh, are seniors are about to go head into college. Uh, if they graze uh, uh, real, real good. I mean, I, I have my one of my uh, uh, drivers put in his uh, daughter. She has like straight A's. And she's available. She's about to go to college, and hopefully she'll win the scholarship. It, it helps out. It helps out, you know, the members' kids. It helps out the members, and it helps out this local. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, Jamie, since you weren't listening earlier, okay, and you want to hear an announcement again for the general membership meeting, uh, just for you to know, the general membership meeting will be uh, February fifteenth. That's a Saturday at ten a.m. over in Lake Success. You know where the Local, what is it? Local 282? 282, uh, 2500 Marcus Avenue in Lake Success. That is correct. So, uh, you know, Jamie, have all your fucking questions ready. Yeah, Jamie. <laughs> the mic will be waiting for you. Uh, so that, and if you're, if you're a steward or an alternate steward, the steward meeting will be on the 8th of February. That is the week prior. And we will be having that at uh, 3421 Review Avenue. You know where your local hall is. Exactly. So, your house. It's your house. It's your house. You pay you pay that rent. You're welcome, Jamie. Uh you have any questions, Jamie? <laughs> no, please, please don't have him call. We don't have a phone number here, Jamie. You can't call. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I, kidding. I love that the the Christmas parties are blasting off. Uh so far everybody's been having a good time. Um uh, ooh, camo! I don't know if they have camo, man. No, nah, he did it. He he did a camo. Yeah, he did. He did it on jacket. Really, a custom yeah. teamster jacket with camo. Yeah, nice. That uh, I would like to see a picture of that, Rick. If you get yeah, a chance, he post has that it on, puppy on you Facebook. Could, you can see him just. Uh, oh, okay. Just I'll press his, his picture and uh, okay. he'll he'll come up. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> I'm doing that for Jamie. That's 
That's Jamie put, putting out loud, you know, not to call to have any questions uh, here at uh, Union Power Radio. It's 7.20 p.m. And uh, what, what are we doing? Do you have anything else that's going on? Yes, we do. We do. And... Uh, one of the things that we were mentioning earlier for you guys, when we were talking about the local 804 letter, um, uh, we were talking about the dental improvements. And right. uh, yes, uh, uh, Vincent Perone uh, and, and the team worked diligently on it. We spoke about it. And uh, one of the things that I, I don't know if I mentioned, the cards were mailed out. We mentioned that, right? The cards actually were mailed out. I got mine. Uh, I got mine. My kids got theirs. And uh, just so that you guys know, one thing I didn't give was a dollar amount. And uh, it was a four million dollar improvement. Three million. Uh, uh, I'm seeing here four million. Was it? A, is it uh, really? Okay. Yeah. So it's a four million dollar improvement uh, on the dental plan. It's a nationwide plan. And uh, if you guys, uh, we spoke about it earlier. Uh, if you guys haven't already checked it, check your cards. You should have received your new cards in the mail. And um, you can call your dentist. You it's can all have one them card. sign up. You could have them sign up and, um, right, uh, well, yeah, it's well, one card, but you get one for each member of your family. That's correct. Right. So, But I'm saying it won't be like uh, you get a dental card on the side right. and you get the blue. It's all one card. Your medical, your dental, your prescription uh, drugs is all on one card. So, I mean, that was a big... And, and it's great for, uh, you know, members, kids that are out, in college, in you know, in California or whatever, they don't have to come to New York to go to the dental. They could. This is nationwide dental. They could go to a dental in in California. As long as it's in network, they they'll cover. They don't have to come back to New York to go to the dentist over by the house. They could you if they're in college, they could use that. Also, the eye. We also have nationwide eye care. Also, now that the the members uh, kids that are in college don't have to come back home. To go to the eye doctor, they can go to an eye doctor by day school, so that's great too. That's a huge help, especially for me. Both my kids have have really bad vision, thanks to my side of the family. So uh, thank you guys for doing that for us, for sure. Um, what else do we have to talk about, uh, Jamie? Yeah, we're working on that, Jamie. Uh, we we had that before. I'm just looking for a uh, union shop right now. I think the, the, the union shop that's doing all the jackets right now, they are authorized dealer uh, for the IBT to uh, make our jackets. We have official union-made jackets by union-made uh, members. Uh, so those stickers are also going to be in my, uh, on my table this week to, uh, to try to get uh, the same uh, vendor that's uh, a union shop to do those stickers. So... I'll let you know in the future. Also, the Guide Dog Foundation, which uh, which helps out tremendously with people with disabilities and people that need, uh, you know, those those pets in their lives to help them through tough times, uh, people that are blind. You know, the, the, well, it's uh, the guide dog. Is, is it just for 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 dogs that uh, help blind people, or is it uh, bigger than that? Uh, I believe the 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 guide dog is for for the people with uh, that have that are blind. But anyway, the the guide dog foundation will be collecting 
uh, money to sponsor or a vet dog this year. They, they, we will be as a local collecting uh, donations to help out with the vet dogs and the guide dogs. Um, um, the executive board will be speaking about this uh, within the next few months, and uh, they will be collecting through stewards ASAP soon. So it's veterans and guide dogs. Um, you know, uh, it, it's a big deal. It helps people that have disabilities. It helps pe vets that have come out of the war, and they're, they're a lot of them are looking for uh, a companion. And sometimes the dog comes through as a, you know, anybody who's ever had a dog, dogs are the best. Let's be real. I mean, dogs are the best. They, they just they just make you feel good. There's nothing like coming home sometimes and having a dog just wagging his tail and looking up at you with those puppy dog eyes and just all, all of a sudden you just feel good. It's like, you know, when you come home to your kids. Dogs are like children, you know, and I have two boys and a dog and they to me they're, they're very similar. Um you definitely want to uh 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 you know, if you can, you know, any any amount of money helps and donate and help out your help the cause. Uh, from what I understand, the the local will is going to make a big donation. So, um, you know, reach your uh, business agent or your steward and we'll start collecting on that soon. Um, is that somebody calling in? No, no. That's me uh, trying to get this for you. Uh, we have a question here. Of course, a question from Mr. Jamie Haynes. I have one question. Why are the part-timers that went full-time only getting paid four hours for holiday pay when they working more than three days over eight hours? I didn't even Once know again, Jamie, hold that question that. for the inside, inside people. Because, you know, I don't have that answer. Let me see. He says, why are the part-times? Uh, oh, that's a good answer. That's a good question. They is. shouldn't be getting uh, four hours holiday pay. If they went full-time, they should get the whole eight-hour holiday pay, period. I don't know why they, they're getting it. They should be talking to their shop steward and the manager because they, that's got to be fixed. Yeah, that that doesn't sound right at all. I mean, it must be Jamie that's getting. I mean, four hours of holiday pay. They shouldn't be getting four. They should be getting eight hours. Yeah, that's my. That's that's what I think. Quiet. <laughs> you know what? I would definitely speak to uh, your business agent or your steward. And um, find out because, um, I mean, they are full-time. So I don't see any reason why they shouldn't get their eight hours of holiday work. But they, I'm guessing they would have had to come from the inside. So he's saying part-timers. So, yeah, because the part-timers went full-time. So if it was a trainee, it's one thing. I could see them not getting the the holiday pay because obviously that's gotta they're be not wrong. in the union yet. That's got to be wrong. It, no, th th they are in the union. No, they went, the the part-timers, yeah. Went, yeah, they went into from part-time to full-time, so they should get the eight-hour uh, holiday pay. They shouldn't be getting four-hour holiday pay, even if they work more than three days over the eight hours. They, I don't, dude, they, are, they went to part-time to full-time, they should get eight hours holiday pay. That's me. 
I will, I will have a grievance ready to roll on that one right there. I will get that guy paid eight hours to four hours. <laughs> Unless there's something in the contract that I don't know about. <coughs> well, they, yeah. I mean, if you're an inside employee and you went and got a 22-4 job and you're already in the union, um, they should be definitely paying uh, the full-time rate. I don't see how they can get around that. That doesn't make any sense to me. Um Unless there's something that's, you know, I would definitely tell them to speak to their steward, see what the steward says and put in a grievance. I, I mean, I would think you would have to grieve that or take it to the to the to the supervisor, the manager and give them an opportunity to fix it. Tell them, listen, I'm a 22 four. I'm an inside employee. How come was it I not paid? If he makes it right, then no problem. If not, then go through the grievance procedure. But that's the first I've heard of it. I haven't heard anything about that before. Mm -hmm. So. Oh, those are nice. Um, what what um, what the company is gonna what try a to bunch of fucking assholes. What the company is gonna try to say is that's they haven't made book as a twenty two four yet. That's that's why. So uh, the I could see you know that that also makes sense because even though they're 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 full time employees, they haven't made book as full time employees. Look, this company has been know. doing some crooked shit with these payrolls in the past couple of weeks in peak season. I never saw payroll so fucked up in peak season, but this year. This is the first time I, I'm experiencing. I'm still pissed off that these poor kids who came in on Black Friday weren't paid their, their double time. I'm hoping that the union can, can win this one for those guys. I'm hoping that they have you know, to. We have grievances out there. Yeah, we're, giving out, we're giving out grievances. Whoever worked that Black Friday and uh, didn't get paid that double time, we're putting in grievance for that because I believe they should get it. It's been done before in past practice. Yep. I don't know why the fuck they fucking with this year. I have more payroll issues this year than any any fucking peak season it was guys were coming in on saturdays doing them a favor to come in on their days off and they were giving them straight time when it was supposed to be fucking double time after 60 hours because when that 70 hour rule is in effect for the feeders the 60 hour comes into double time okay and then they started saying oh they get paid straight time no you don't get paid straight time they came on their day off they get time and a half on days off when if you're if you come in on a Saturday and your schedule off and you come in and you get time and a half, period. So this company was doing some crazy shit with the payroll, you know, the whole peak season. I never saw it so bad in the years that I've been here. Well, another thing, another thing that I know you guys are doing is taking on this wage theft thing very seriously. And I know that... Uh, uh, a lot of people are coming forward with this yeah, with United that, Way yeah. wage theft thing, so that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a, quite a huge, huge impact. I thought they stopped that shit and they didn't because I got a call Friday saying that yo they've taken away uh, Union, uh, United Way and I said no to it. And somebody must have signed his name. Wow, <laughs> you know that that's that's this 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 company. I mean, whatever they could do, man, and it's not is you know, and the thing is that. If if they don't get enough members to get the United Way, it comes out of the the, the supervisor's pocket. They gotta they gotta come up with they gotta come up with everything. Yeah, uh, 
class action lawsuit. That's what it sounds like. It is, and it's going to be. I mean, it, it, we wait into it to, to come out, but it, you know, this company and United Way, fucked up United Way. I always said fuck United Way ever since the '97 strike, when uh, when the, and I wasn't even working at that time, but I heard the story that when they went to United Way to ask for money for people that were out there for 87 days, that United Way. Didn't give them not even a bottle of water. So now we, the members are giving, you know, a dollar, a, a dollar or two to the United Way. Fuck that. We should take that dollar and put it towards, you know, a, a strike fund or whatever for the membership. When we, if we do go on strike, even though we have a strike fund that's in the millions. But this is, this is the company. This is the company trying to, you know, they don't have to come out of their pockets. So they get it out of the membership pockets. What do you mean? Well, you guys have already uh, filed it in court. Yeah. You guys already have a class action lawsuit yes, against these guys. Yes. So the more people, uh, for every, everybody out there listening, if you're getting, uh, if you're having those United Way uh, dollars taken out your your check and you've never uh, you've never authorized it by mm -hmm. signature or otherwise, uh, which uh, the only way is to really uh, to sign your name on it. Um, I suggest you get in touch with your uh, business agent. Let him know, and they will get it. Uh, they will get it through and they would be part of the class action lawsuit because uh i'm pretty sure this is going to be a pretty big case and um <clears throat> as far as all these uh what what do you think that uh you Vinny, and the and the boys are uh are considering blowing up the fat cat again on all these uh i wish i workers? love that i love i love i, mean, I love I, the fat cat i just i feel always like loved they, it before i was in, in with, the office with these outs with these uh outside contractors doing porter work and all these outside contractors driving tractor trailers and all these pvds i feel like you know i wish we had more than one fat cat i wish <laughs> i wish we could blow up a fat cat in front of every damn building <laughs> i know they're Brilliant. expensive but i would love to do a lot of shit to this or company just uh, just you know it's just the way like, they do shit they're just straight violating they're straight and, violating and, the and, contract and just to, to give you guys a heads up, peak season is, is, is officially over. I mean, really, the, the busiest weeks are already gone. And remember, these past couple of weeks, this company was patting you on your back, saying, asking you how your family, they will be nice because of peak season. Get ready, guys. Peak season's over. Get ready to start doing your, uh, make sure you cross your T's and dot your I's. Yes. Because they're going to look for shit for the, to get you in the office, to discipline you, and maybe terminate you. You know, discharge you. Because this is the, what the company does. This they, is January. This is January. This is what they do. This is when they try to lessen the herd. They know they don't need all the bodies they have. They get rid of as many as they can, whether it be they were seasonal or the guys that have been working there for a while. Guys, like Hector says, please dot your I's, cross your T's, mind your P's and Q's, do your job the way you're supposed to, okay? They're going to be out there following. They're going to be out there uh, uh, trying to harass and, and do what they do. So just stand your ground. Mm -hmm. Do your job. Stand your ground. Those bagels that you was getting during peak, don't look for those bagels anymore. Oh, please. We, did you guys get bagels? 
Because we didn't get I didn't, shit. I didn't get no bagels, yeah. but I'm saying this is what the company does. We we have a you driver know? named Madrano, uh, Sonja Madrano, nice guy, been with us for many many years, and every year for hol- for Christmas time, right before Christmas, he comes to the job with donuts, coffee, bagels, and everything on his own dime. He's, uh, he's a management. Year. Um, no. Okay. No, he's a driver. Mm-hmm. He's a driver, and he asked them so they they can put up a table, and they don't. Of course, they're not gonna say no. What are they gonna say? Oh well, we shouldn't do this for our guys. Like, but he's doing it. He's doing it out of the goodness of his heart, you know. And I, I want to shout out Madrano for that and helping me with the with the Christmas party. Also, uh, Rob Santiago also helped me out with the party, and all the stewards of uh, Foster Avenue who got together, including Kioma from the Flatbush Avenue Center. Uh, Kioma, thank you for bringing your people down to the party. Uh, a lot of our guys went to her center over there, and she brought some of them and her people uh, down to us. Thank you, Kioma. Uh, Eugene Braswell, uh, a lot of guys out of Marine Park came through. Uh, Fort Hamilton, Antoine Andrews brought a, a lot of his guys. Louis Vasquez and those guys all came down to the Christmas. It was very nice. It was a great event. I want to thank all those guys for helping out. Um, but, yeah, I want everybody to understand this is it. This is January. Peak season is over. So all that stuff that they let go. And please, attendance, attendance. Your, your latenesses and your absences, guys, that's the one thing they really can go at you for. That's like one of the the definitely do nots. You know, make sure you have a good attendance. And, and those uh, who are already on record for having bad attendance, you know you have, uh, what is it, nine months, I believe, to clear it. Mm-hmm. So just try no, to... No, no, the attendance go by yearly. Yeah, well, t- according to your last uh, so, so let's disciplinary... Say you took, so let's say this Monday you take uh, you take a sick day. So the following year, that's when the sick day drops. A lot of guys don't understand that. They always say, oh, I'm going to get brand new sick days on May 6th, on May 1st. I'm going to give, oh, I, I can take all those days. No, it's go year to date. So if you have nine sick call outs before May 1st, and then because you get new sick days, right. that you think that it right. or turns over? No, it don't work that way. Yeah. It works yearly, so you got to look at your calendar. When you go take a sick day, you put it down on your calendar. The following year, that 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 sick drops. Okay, that's what everyone gets confused and get that attendance all fucked up. So everybody who was living it up during peak. You know, the company was being dishonest, engaged in all kind of bull crap. They didn't do anything to, you know, they, they didn't do anything to, to take you guys and discipline in you because they need the bodies. And they're not trying to they're not trying to discipline nobody. They weren't trying to suspend anybody. This is it. It's yeah, over now. It is. They will bring you in for any little bullshit. They will start their bullshit again. The dishonesty, the the uh, trying flagging, as Perone likes to say, crush guys on dishonesty, making us making you guys look like liars, uh, uh, bringing up dumb shit that never really, you, you know, it's just. Just guys, be careful out there. January's coming. We're not saying this for you guys to be scared in any way. I don't want anybody feeling fear. You have a good executive board. You have a, a group of stewards that'll fight for you guys. But don't put yourself in harm's way. Don't don't think that because you got away with all this shit during peak that now it's January and you guys exactly. still got a free ride. The yeah. free ride's over. Uh, those who've been here long enough, the guys who've been here know that every January and February when the stuff slows down, this is what the company does. They come after you for the most retarded shit and they'll and, and just it, bring up anything. It is crazy because I, I see guys wearing hoodies, and this is what uh, Rick said, wearing hoodies 
and you know you tell them listen man you, that's not the proper uniform attire to be wearing you know the first thing out of their mouth is well management ain't saying shit about it so you know i don't get these guys they wait until management brings them into the office to discipline them on unproper you know improper wear but here's a BA telling you, listen, I'm giving you a heads up. That's not the proper wear, shit to wear. Don't wear it. But they will wait until management bring them into the office. And then they say, why they bring me into the office? Yeah. You know, it, it's just so, it's just crazy. Whatever. And, and something we are uh, down enemies. the road, down the road, don't forget, uh, lady, uh, brothers and sisters, uh, 4th of July lands on a Saturday this year. So we are owed a day off the week of July 4th. So the day before, right? I don't want to hear stupid questions the week before. <laughs> the executive board is already on it, so uh, know that you you know they got to give a day. There's going to be a day that's given. Um, I, I, do you think the company is going to try to because you know obviously the day be that Friday or that Monday is going to be a regular working day, whichever day they decide to choose to to have off. Um, do you think the company's going to try to shut down the company for that day? I don't think so. They'll probably want to, what, give guys a day off in seniority order or something like that? Like some guys will want Monday, some guys will want well, the Friday. It, it, says, it says in the contract uh, if, if a holiday falls on a Saturday, it's the day before that's the holiday for us, okay. which is the, uh, July 3rd. So everybody gonna, will they, have that they, Friday off. They can't. They're gonna fuck around with that fucking day. Oh yeah. They're gonna they're gonna try to shit on that fucking day. Oh yeah. But everybody, you know, we are I can only say this. We are our worst enemy to ourselves. Because <laughs> we we we'll 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 say, okay, well, I'll come in. You know, we're fucking ourselves when we come in on these Black Fridays when you know they can go into a contract now and say, listen, we have 89% of the members coming in on Black Friday, so why don't we just make that a regular fucking day and we lose shit like that? So, you know, the members, we, we, we have to stick together as a union, one union, one go, and just do this. If, if we are on a holiday that fucking Black Friday, stay in the high. I know people need money. The deal makers. They, they deal need makers. money. You, you know, watch out for the what deal do you makers. make? What do you make on Black Friday? I mean, I work on Black Friday. My first time in my when my career started, I didn't make no money. It was a, they always tell you is a thousand dollar day. Yeah, thousand dollar day. But how, how much do I bring home from that day? A hundred dollars, one hundred and fifty dollars. Fuck out of here. This is what they do. They put it into your head. It's a thousand dollar day. Listen, if they were to pay me that day. And I go home with a thousand dollars just for that day. Hell yeah, I'll fucking work. But you're not coming home with that shit. And you're what you're doing. You're putting you're putting you're working that fucking day and they have enough evidence that they'll have eighty nine percent of the fucking workforce working on Black Friday and they'll put it into the contract. They'll say, Oh no, let's make that a regular day and guess what? We lose a fucking another day. Get you know, whatever. Black Friday is a holiday for us. Uh New Year's Eve is a holiday for is a union holiday, and New Year's Day is a union holiday. Unless they're running air on New Year's Eve, they can't force you know they can force from the bottom up. But if they run ground, they can't force nobody in. Uh, yeah, I just get so. Uh, Rick off. Rosale, yeah, <clears throat> the, those those are during the week. So uh, he's talking about New Year's and uh, and uh, Christmas next year. Yeah, but they're 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 not going to land on the weekend, uh, Mr. Rosale. We're talking about the holidays that just land on the weekend. Um, and, and guys, again, attendance. Uh, if you don't have a a an accommodation for a beard, 
if you don't have one of those, uh, uh, you know, any of those, um, you know, shave. Basically, what I'm telling you is if you don't have an accommodation to to have a beard, shave. Not everybody can be like Mr. Barbone the beard and walk around with a nice, hefty uh, uh uh, Paul Bunyan. Uh, <laughs> Listen, if you if you have the it's called it's called the face of um, the variance, 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 exactly the variance. Yeah, it, it it tells you certain rules on the variance. You know, you can have the beer, but you can't shape it up. You can't have it more than three quarters. You can't shave underneath it. It's that's why you have a a variance just because you can't because you, you get the bubbles or, or you get the, the, bumps, the pimples, the, the bumps, sugar bumps, and that's why you can't <laughs> shave. And I got guys coming in, you know. I know, I know. Like they just came out of the barber shop, shaped up real nice, especially during peak, you know. And, and I'm peak, like, saying, everybody was rocking. That's a beard. not the fucking variance, <laughs> you know. But you know, they're gonna start looking at that shit now. They're gonna say, you know, you yep. have that variance. You're going to pull out your fucking phone. You're going to show whoever's going to ask you about the variance, and then they're going to tell you, read it. Read it, because you're not reading it. You're shaping it up. The reason for you to have that variance is for you don't shape it up for the bumps. So, you know, it's crazy. You know, hey, whatever. You're, you're welcome, Peter Sullivan. Peter Sullivan out of Arizona. Uh, he says, thanks for bringing up the recognized holiday date silence in our neighborhood on such topics. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, man, my heart goes out to you. I know I'll, <laughs> it's tough sometimes out there in Arizona. You guys must be, but must be experiencing some some wild stuff out there in Arizona. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm one hundred degree weather. Yeah, <laughs> I know, man. They, I can just imagine what the summers are like out there. I spoke to Peter about that before. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, definitely uh, talk to the guys and, and let them know this is it, man. Peak is over. Just, just mm-hmm. you know, be on your, be on. Uh, and, and again, we're not trying to scare people. We're not telling you, to, oh, you got to come into work scared. No, just do your job and do it the right way because they are following you. They are, they're, not, they're not going to be able to get you on work performance. They can't do that. But you know, at the same time, just be careful with with you know the shape with the beards and and like Rick Rosale says here, the hoodies and wearing stuff out of uniform. You want to be careful with that stuff because uh, the fucking the, 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 the DMs will only fuck with certain people on the variants, and 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 you know how that goes. That's only with the people you know. They got their little buddies. They got their little deal making pals that they don't want to you know that they don't want to mess with, but. Here's the next guy who comes in who who every once in a while comes in with me pieces, maybe a late air. Now all of a sudden, oh, look at his face. Yep. You know, oh, he's not wearing his socks for exactly. the summertime. You know, white sneakers. Yeah, Jamie, that's right, white sneakers. They already started bringing drivers into the office and riding them. Yeah, yeah they started course. doing it. They started doing it in, uh, in Foster and Foster Village. And uh, Rick Rosale also says they started doing it over there in uh, Suffolk. And you know it's it's happening everywhere. I'm sure Peter Sullivan, Arizona, is dealing with it too. Yeah, and guys, ECD, emergency condition delivery, whatever. Uh, you cannot ECD without calling a supervisor. You got to call a supervisor before you ECD a freaking block that you don't want to go down and do sixty uh, because you think uh, one car is double parking is the ECD type of thing. You must call your supervisor before they can authorize you to ECD a whole block. And the reason I bring that up, because I have a guy out in the street right now for ECDing 60 packages without calling a supervisor. And his, his excuse was he needed to get home to his daughter. 
Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, come on. I think Greg Kerwood on, on, on here says it best. Uh, thank you, Greg. He says, do it by the book and hang them with their own rules. And it's exactly. so easy to do that, Greg. You're, you're so right. All you got to do is follow the methods and procedures. Follow the DOK. You know, uh, uh, the death of knowledge. You, you do these things. You will do your job safely. You will, you know, nobody's telling you to work at a snail's pace. But listen, as it says in the contract, a fair day's work for a fair day's pay. That's what it Just is. Just go out there and do your job. As long as you're out there, you're moving and you're delivering packages and, and you're not trying to do something, you know, sabotage sneaky, the route, sabotage the route or steal time. You know, there you have nothing to worry about. Uh, Jamie Haynes says they OJS a member because he didn't come in of course. every Saturday. Of course. Oh, really? They're OJS and people for not coming in every Saturday? That's, not the, that's the company. That's come what it, on, man. And you know what? We have to look out for one another as, as a union. You know, you see shit like this, that they, they're going after your brother, your teamster brother, because he decided he didn't want to come in on Saturday because he wanted to spend time with his family during the holidays on a Saturday. And now they're going after him. So, you know, all of us should be sticking together with this guy. We we should be right behind his back. You know, don't come in on fucking Saturday because this is what you're going to do to our brother. Then then fuck you. We're not coming on our, our scheduled day off and don't come in on a Saturday. You know, how the fuck this happens? And, you know, I'm not trying to instruct the fucking workforce, but, you know, we have to look out for one another. You know, they, they do this, this guy, because he didn't want to come in on Saturday. Fuck him. It's our scheduled day off. You take it off. It's your it's your it's your decision to come in on a scheduled day off to make the overtime. If you don't have to, don't fucking come in. If you don't need the money, don't fucking come in. It's your scheduled day off. Also, be very careful. Be very careful how you speak to management and supervisor personnel. We have, I don't want to talk too much about it, but we do have a driver out on the street because he said something to a particular supervisor and that person took offense to it. Now, I don't believe what was said was that serious, but this per supervisor took it personally, obviously, because they want to make everything sound worse than it is. And this poor guy's not on the street till arbitration. So be very careful what you say to people because we are trying to keep a professional relationship with management. We speak to them. Uh, and we only need to speak to them on questions of the job. You don't have a friendship with them. You don't need to talk to them on a personal level. Uh, Mr. Perone says this all the time. You shouldn't have to, you know, speak to them about anything. If this person comes at you and speaks to you in a way that you feel uncomfortable, you go to your steward right away. Mm -hmm. You say, I would like to speak to my steward. Let the steward handle it. The steward is allowed to speak to them the way they're speaking to you or, the, or, or whatever is going on. Let the steward handle it. Don't let... Your emotions get away with you. Don't don't speak to these supervisors and managers in a way because there's a whole new form of harassment now. There's all new wording. We spoke about this previously when it comes to gender and 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 you know homosexuality and all kinds of things that are uh, have changed over the years. The, the and just giving somebody a compliment can actually get you in trouble so be very careful what you say to these people you don't have to speak to them on anything that doesn't have anything to do with work if they're asking you about something on the job you answer them accordingly that's it if if the conversation turns into something else you should speak to a steward 
If you feel uncomfortable, right away. This way, you keep yourself from harm's way. Yeah, and LP has a a, a a habit of going up to you guys for certain packages they want to talk to you about. Uh, LP, and they they say, listen, we we don't. I just want to ask you a question. I don't need a steward. You sh you stop that motherfucker right there in his track and says, yes, I do need a steward because you don't know what that question is going to lead to. If you feel if LP comes up to you and I saw it happen in, in front of my face and I had to stop the conversation with LP without a shop steward present, you, LP shouldn't be asking you any questions without a shop steward present. They try to do it on a sneak tip, try to get you to uh, be their friend, to ask you a question about a package uh, that, that was delivered or wasn't delivered or did you have it. Those are kind of questions for an investigation. They're investigating a package that's missing, and they're investigating, and that's the investigation. You should have a shop steward present to have those questions asked to you, okay? Remember, LP's always going to go around the corner and tell you, let me talk to you for a second. Stop him at his track and say you need a shop steward present, especially with LP. Uh, again, I just found out that the uh, two of our UPS members that were, I believe, uh, that died today on the Pennsylvania Turnpike were at a Teamsters Local 776. Our hearts and our uh, condolences go out to the family of those members uh, that passed away today on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. Um, it's time for us to sign off. As uh, we said earlier, check out your uh, new plans. You should have got your stuff in the mail. Uh, don't forget about the Christmas party coming January 18th over at the main event. Uh, we put up the information. If you need more information I, on it, I put the song on too a little bit too soon, but we could we no, can end the show. Fine. That's uh, fine. Jamie, I just Amy asked a question about about uh, Liberty Mutual. What about them? The same shit. If Liberty Mutual wants to ask you a question about an accident, you have a shop steward present. Always have a shop steward present when any management is trying to fucking question you about anything. Make sure you have a shop steward there. Also, don't forget, if you haven't got on the 9-5 list, uh, that's something you want to look It's already at. done. Yeah. Oh, it's done? Yeah, it was supposed to be submitted to the IBT on Friday. Uh, the last day was the 5th, which is today, so we submitted it on Friday. So anybody that got on the 9-5 list, uh, yes to it. They, they're officially on it. And then what, they got six months to go again? Yes, in six months. All right, so anybody who's on it, you're good to go. Unfortunately, the IBT was a little late on it, and they just got the paperwork over to our local like a week before it was supposed to go down, which is kind of fucked up, but whatever. What else do we expect from that son of a B, Hoffa? But that's fine, whatever. Moving forward, thank you, thank you, Mr. Mr. Sullivan. Uh, also, the holiday party, January Saturday, uh, Saturday, January eighteenth, at the main event, twenty-five dollars a person. All are welcome. Uh, we're doing it up again. Uh, the guys over at uh, in, in Suffolk County, Melville, Melville building. Uh, they're doing it up again. We're gonna be uh, going there and having a good time. I want to thank everybody for listening. You know, as usual, all the guys on there today that I got to speak with, uh, Greg Kerwood, Rick Rosale, Jamie Haynes, Peter Sullivan, all the guys that were listening out there today. Thank you all so very much for listening. As always, stay united, solidarity. We're here to put the U back in union. That's right. And thank you for listening to the What The Heck Show here on Union Power Radio every other Sunday with your host, Tony Rosario. The next air broadcast will be on the 19th of uh january so stay tuned for the what the heck show here on union power radio peace out my brothers and sisters
already? Like us on Facebook at UnionPowerRadio.com. Follow us on Twitter at UnionPowerRadio. Listen every hour of every day. UnionPowerRadio.com. I'll I'll take I'll take a couple of vacation days to go with you, Bray. I'm sure I'm sure you would. We won't we won't share the same room. We won't share the same room. (laughs) We won't share the same room, but we'll I'll I'll go with you because that is that is crazy. That is it's a wonderful thing that you're two years. I mean, I'm just still bugged out that you're two years on the job and and you're definitely a teamster. Man. Ray, Ray uh, you're two years on the job as a full time package car driver, or do you have any inside time? No, I have no inside time. Just a full time package car driver. <laughs> All right, because we gotta give a little shout out to uh, some of the inside employees that got shafted on Black Friday and didn't get their double time. These preloaders. Uh, uh, Raul Molestina gives a shout out to the preloaders working crazy hours. He met preloaders today in NASA working over 100 hours for the week. I know guys in my building that have been working easily 10, 11, 12 hour days. And and you know what? I, the, 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 the hours that they're working right now, they're starting them super early. They're coming in super late. And it's like insane. I've never heard of preloaders working those kind of hours before. Well, we got our job. I mean, it's... and let me ask you something, heck, if a preloader, a part timer works 40 hour uh, 40 hours a week and he comes in on a saturday which is would be a six day punch he is entitled to that time and a half correct 25 after 25 hours he's entitled anything to time over and a half. 25 exactly hours. right so right off the back they're entitled to time but it's also in the I, contract for sunday work is double time this is why these these this, these management guys and i don't want to get off the topic with ray because i i i really want to talk about you know um the you know Flying Ray down to Miami. Yeah, are you, are you going with him? <laughs> no, no, not going. So you guys can listen. I'll pay my own way, but I, I think we should uh, get together as uh, Teams of Brothers at Local Eight Hundred Four and uh, get that done. To you know, to uh, I to get Ray down there I agree. to present that we're, check to to the family. Man. We're, we're also going to be collecting Collect some money. We're also the 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 brothers of local 804 here in uh, Forster Avenue that's throwing the holiday party on December 21st. Are also going to have a collection there at the party for for uh, Frank Ordonez and uh, whatever money we collect, we're going to give right to the lo- to the executive board and uh, hopefully you can bring some of that money down to those guys as well. That'd be great, man. But I, I want to thank you, Ray, from the bottom of my heart, uh, a teamster, a true teamster. You you. You blew my mind with two years on. You know, I keep saying two years on the job, you know. But we have guys that uh, has 20, 30 years on the job that won't give two shits about what's going on. And uh, I'm I'm proud of you, bro. I'm proud to be your brother, bro. Yo, sir. Same here, bro. Thank you, bro. Proud Thank to you, be guys. your brother, man. Appreciate it. God bless you. And Justin, Justin is your shop steward, correct? Yes. Yep. 
Uh, that's well, it. Well, Justin, you've done a, you've done a <laughs> Justin, you, Justin, <laughs> Justin, you've done a great job uh, uh, raising this young man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> good job, Justin. Guys, thank you. you guys do a good you. job on the show. All Appreciate right, you man. Guys. Yo, Appreciate got you, you, brother. Man. God bless. Take care, fellas. Good Thanks night. for calling in. Right. Thank you, you got it, guys. Take care. Well, that's our show for the uh, for our uh, December eighth show. We want to thank everybody, as usual, who was calling in today. We had a lot of calls in today. We want to make sure that everybody knows uh, here in Local 804, our hearts and thoughts and our and our prayers are with the family of Frank Ordonez. May he rest in eternal peace. May his family be able to get through these tough times that are ahead of them. Um, and as you know, already we talked about where you could send some love. You could send your sympathy cards to the... To the UPS at 7340 Northwest 25th Street, Miami, Florida, 33122. You could also go to the viewing if you can make it down to Miami. They're viewing it on December 9th, Monday, from 5 p.m. to 1 a.m., which is pretty long. I've never heard of anything going from 5 p.m. to 1 a.m., but the location will be at the Vior Funeral Home, uh, 291 Northwest 37th Avenue, Miami, Florida, 33122. And as we just spoke to our brother from Local 804, Ray Mathers, who started a GoFundMe page that's over $66,000 right now, you can go on the Facebook and look for the GoFundMe page by Raymond Mathers uh, for, Frank, for Frank Ordonez. And uh, if you want to give also to his brother, Roy Ordonez, who also has a GoFundMe page that's almost at two hundred grand, the family can use all of that money to help you know for so many things for the college for the girls remember they had two little girls five and three years old um we all know what that's like to uh to have a family and and try to support and it's not easy when you're doing it by yourself as a single parent so please show some love to the family and uh again we're not telling anybody to have a work stoppage or anything but if you like if you like and you need a little break around five o'clock tomorrow and you want to pull over and throw your hazard lights on and you want to take a little moment to yourself just to think and reflect on your fellow brothers and sisters and on our brother frank ordonez who lost his life tragically on december 5th you can do that it's up to you it's your option you're allowed to do that pull over on the side if you like put on those hazard lights and take a little moment for yourself you know, uh, they'll be doing it all over the, the country, you know. Pacific time will be 2, Eastern Standard will be 5, Central will be 4, and if you're somewhere in the mountains, it'll be 3 p.m. So I want to say goodbye and thank you everybody for calling in. As always, stay united, solidarity, and we're here to put the U back in union. That's right, and if you didn't catch the beginning of the show, the, sh- uh, the it will be on podcast today, later on today. So catch it on Facebook, catch it on Spotify. Um, the beginning of the show and i just want to say rest in peace to frank uh we're all brothers and sisters here and we're going to continue one union one go peace out my brothers and sisters here on the what the heck show here on union power radio with your host <laughs> oops tony rosario sorry i don't know what happened just now <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I don't know what happened just now. So I'm sorry. He did the button. I'm sorry. But anyway, <laughs> wow. All right. Peace out, my brothers and sisters.